Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org slash donate. We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old dot-com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash donate. An invidious moment for NVIDIA's stock. I'm David Brancaccio in New York. It is one of the so-called Magnificent Seven tech stocks. NVIDIA, a firm that reports its quarterly results later today. It makes fast microchips, first designed for video graphics, but now a great use for artificial intelligence. The company had forecast it would hit $59 billion in revenue for 2023, double what it brought in the year before. While it had become the third most valuable company behind Microsoft and Apple, there was a wave of nervous selling yesterday, and the stock is down another 2% right now. Marketplace's Mitchell Hartman has more. NVIDIA's high-end graphics semiconductors are crucial to AI research and development around the world, which has sent demand through the roof. The only question about the company's fourth quarter report, says Jacob Bourne at Insider Intelligence. Is it going to be blockbuster, super blockbuster? Even if it's super blockbuster, how long can that last? Right now, NVIDIA's way ahead of the competition. Companies like Intel and AMD, says Ted Mortensen at Baird, which is a marketplace underwriter. They're holding all the cards. But he predicts more challenges as AI takes off. A big push for government regulation, soaring energy costs, restrictions on technology sales to China. At this point, though, says Babson management professor Peter Cohen. NVIDIA really has a huge lead and investors have such high expectations of its growth. Unless it exceeds those, there's a real danger that the stock will take a hit after it announces its results. Which it will do after the market closes today. I'm Mitchell Hartman for Marketplace. The Biden administration has a new piece of federal student loan forgiveness today. The Education Department says it'll automatically discharge over a billion dollars in loans for 153,000 borrowers. This latest student loan forgiveness program applies to people enrolled in the Biden administration's Saving on a Valuable Education, or SAVE, plan. SAVE borrowers who've been making at least 10 years of payments, who borrowed $12,000 or less in federal student loans, are eligible. Borrowers can receive forgiveness for every $1,000 over that after an additional year of payments. Those eligible for forgiveness will get an email from the Biden administration today. They don't need to do anything else. The Education Department will send out emails next week to borrowers who can qualify for forgiveness if they switch to save. They can enroll at studentaid.gov save. I'm Nancy Marshall-Genser for Marketplace. 
Early trading, the Dow is down 99 points, a quarter percent. The S&P is down by a similar percentage. The Nasdaq is down six-tenths percent. The president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond, Tom Barkin, said this morning that January's higher-than-expected consumer price index shows that inflation could continue to be a challenge, partly because businesses got used to raising prices. I do see people being more aggressive with price. I do see it being much more of a lever uh, for managements. And I think people are going to continue to use that lever until customers or competitors uh, make it nonproductive to do that. Barkin's head of the Richmond Fed. He spoke this morning on satellite radio, Sirius XM. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I was spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. You can confide in me. I won't judge. How many quarters, dimes, and nickels do you have weighing down that bin by the bed? Kind of pointless now that you can feed so many parking meters by smartphone app. But in the Philippines, coins remain especially useful and there is a shortage. Some retailers are handing customers back candy as change for want of a coin. The BBC's Hannah Mullane reports. It's 7 p.m. in the evening in Quezon City, the most populous city in the Philippines. As traffic jams are building, groups of people are huddled at the side of the road waiting for a jeepney. A jeepney is a long vehicle with benches in the back to transport lots of people all at once. It's the cheapest mode of transport in the Philippines, so it's popular. But you need a handful of change to pay for your ticket. Ma'am, saan po ang baba niyo? Sa crossing po. I just paid 13 pesos for the driver to bring me to the place where I should go. Camille Elamia is heading across the city. 13 Philippine peso is the cost of her ticket, the equivalent of 23 cents. Whenever riding jeepneys, you have to make sure that you have smaller coins or smaller bills because jeepney drivers oftentimes don't have enough change. John Ocampo is 60 and he's been driving a jeepney for a number of years. There are times when I have no coins for change. If the passenger pays for only one person, that's just 13 pesos. Then it's hard for me. As prices for things go up, 
passengers don't want to carry around lots of coins, which is making business difficult. Bobby Claudio is the president of the Philippine Retail Association. He thinks that some of the smaller denomination coins need to come out of circulation altogether. It costs more to produce coins than the value of the coins. And it must be really difficult for retailers just to make sure they have the right amount of change for people. Correct. There was a point that we had to have an inventory of candies in the stores so that if we have to change to really coins of five cents, ten cents, and we don't have the coins, most retailers just gave customers candies as part of their change. The central bank in the Philippines, the BSP, are desperate to get more coins back into circulation. So for the first time, they've put coin machines into shopping malls to encourage people to deposit their small change in exchange for money in their e-wallets, a popular form of mobile banking in the Philippines. In the first six months of the machines being in place, more than $7 million worth of coins have been deposited. We'll have to wait and see if coins do become more popular again, as Filipinos vote with their wallets. I'm the BBC's Hannah Mullane for Marketplace. And in New York, I'm David Brancaccio, Marketplace Morning Report from APM, American Public Media.